possible. Jolly holiday. Happy holidays from the Whiskey Underground. Brent, Merry Christmas! It is day seven. We are ready to uh, to hit back into the whiskey advent counter, the single cask version. I'm excited. We have had a nice run of whiskeys, two in a row that have been really, really good. Uh, I'm gonna miss that last one we had. It was uh, it was phenomenal. Did you give me a Christmas on that interest? I did. I gave you a Christmas. I'm trying to make it a main. I'm trying to make it mainstream. You know, Seth Cohen started it. I'm trying to. I'm trying to give it some new life. Merry Christmas, everybody. Nah, man, I don't know what day seven's about to bring, but it it better bring it because day five and six were an uphill. Oh, day five and six were really good for sure. So coming off the highest we've had of the advent calendar so far, with yesterday's Canvas 24 year. Um, that was so good, man. so damn good. Yep, but Scott, let's uh, not waste any time. Let's yeah, dig, dig in. Lucky yeah. number seven. What we got? Lucky seven. It, it's it, it, it's a side one, so it's easy to get out. Easier, easier. All right, here we go. Uh, you go ahead. Okay. With the, you go ahead with the pronunciation on this one. <laughs> All right, Glenn Losi, eight year old, 2010 cask number eight six four five. The Lady of the Glen. So it's from Hannah Whiskey Merchants in Scotland. Uh, another another cask strength uh, Scotch whiskey. I mean, I like the cask strength for sure. You know, that's kind of been the nice thing about this is, uh, and, and again, the nice thing about independent bottling, and, and most of these single casks are independent bottlers. And, you know, we really haven't talked about it too much. Maybe... We'll do an actual full episode on independent bottling. But what they do is they actually go and buy the whiskey barrel from the distillery, leave it there, and bring it back when they think it's ready to go. So this is from uh, the Hannah Whiskey Merchants, the Glen Lossy 8-year-old. Hannah Whiskey Merchants. This one is cash strength, and it is at 56.8, which is... Pretty solid for a cast strength um, scotch scotch whiskey. So, um, any info on this, Scott? I know yeah, these are so, ones we all um, have to. Obviously, I mean, honestly, so pulling back the curtain, guys, I mean, we're literally pulling these out of the box with no clue what they are. So, as soon as it comes out the box, one of, one of us is on the Google trying to figure out what the hell we just pulled out of the box <laughs> exactly. to give you guys some information on it. Because, I mean, a lot of this, a lot of this stuff, I mean, some of these we've heard of, you know, are. are yeah, we've heard we've of, heard of Dalmore. We've heard of Kalila. Yeah, Heaven Hill. Canvas. Canvas was a. Br- I never knew Canvas existed. Yeah, North Star. I mean, we, we don't know what these these we don't know what these independents are, and we don't know what where the uh, the dram is actually coming from. I don't know. Have you heard of Glenn Loss Lossy? No, no. But I I do now know. <laughs> thank you to the internet that Glenn Lossy is a distillery. Uh, in Elgin, Scotland, so or Tom's really Tom's Hill, but it's right outside of Elgin, which is the main major city nearby. Um, best location I can give you, it is uh, it is a it is a Highland Mall. Eh, actually, you know what? I'm gonna call it Speyside because it is near. Um, it's mostly close to Speyside. 
I, I'd probably call it a space side. Uh, but it's near Glen Ross. Um, there's Longmorn. Longmorn is another uh, famous distillery. Dufftown, Milton Duff. These are these are pretty famous distillers. Diageo's headquarters are in Elgin. Glen Morey Distillery is in Elgin. So it, it's a uh, it's a pretty it's a lesser known. It's a pretty kind of um, uh, no name distillery that no one really knows. But I'm assuming that you'll find this in blended products across Scotland through uh, Diageo. Diageo. Okay. So, I mean, that's Johnny Walker, right? Yep. Johnny Walker. Um, so, this says it is a single malt distilled on the 8th of October, the year 2000. Matured in a single... It's <laughs> a single bourbon hogshead, but get ready for this. Yep. It was treated and finished in first fill ruby port cast for around six months. I can't oh, again, wait! So that is your jam now. Uh, now we're now we're into your territory. Yes. You love port finished whiskey. Oh, port finished everything. So sourced from family owned bodega near Porto in Portugal. The liquid was then bottled on the tenth of April in twenty nineteen by the Hannah Whiskey Merchants for the Lady of the Glen Range. With a cast yielding 287 bottles at cath strength, so that is another pretty, pretty rare one, um, Scott. So these are one ounce. I'm just kind of like mathing real quick. 287 times about 25, so 7,175 ounces of this produced, and you and I have two of them. Two of them. So pretty cool. It's a good color yeah. for a, it's, it's only eight years old and man, you can tell it's not dark, but you can tell the redness in this. You can tell it's been aged in a port cast because it's got mm. that red tint to it. You just nose the bottle. Oh, I nose the bottle and I just was, dude. Oh my God. It's so, like rich berries and this is fucking oh, breakfast. This is wow. breakfast. This is this is literally a breakfast cereal with berries on it. Yes. Oh dude, I was about to say this is fucking like this is oh. warm warm oatmeal with banana yep. and blueberries and oh my God. honey and a little brown sugar. Yep. This is <sighs> Malto meal. Do you remember Malto meal? This is country. I, we had that as kids. This is country. This is Malto meal. How the hell did this country breakfast get into? Oh my god, Scotland. This is Malto meal with <laughs> bananas, brown sugar, berries, and a drizzle of honey on it. God, this is this is like oh Christmas god. morning. I, this I gotta I gotta perk up for a second. This is like, Whew. dear you know this is the beauty Lord, of please, the whiskey calendar. Dear Lord, please let this. Taste trans this nose transfer transfer to the taste. Oh my god! I gotta uh, hold on. I gotta write my notes down. This is yeah. way too good to, to to lose to the moment. I, I I mean, this is a moment right here. I love the whiskey advent calendar for this reason. We have we have tasted now seven different whiskeys, or we're about to taste number seven. But this is the the excitement that comes with each bottle. 
no idea what we're getting, and this jumps out of the glass. My God, breakfast! I put oats it's and banana right and now. honey. I Ooh. literally feel like I'm running down the stairs in my pajamas to uh, to a Christmas morning. I gotta tell you, we we didn't think that number seven was gonna have a chance after the last two days, but right now she's off to a really good start. Yeah. Oh my God, dude, that is I can smell it like. I could smell this all day. All right, make I'm, make I'm, me a candle. I'm a, Glenn yeah, Losey, yeah. I want a candle of this. Oh, man. The ruby port really shines on this one. Slightly back to reality on the on the palate, but but dried fruits, red berries. Oh man, those. The berries are still there. That's the nice thing is the berry compote, uh, that jam flavor, that really rich berry flavor, has stuck around. The the maltiness is is gone. It's overshadowed by um, by like uh, uh, toasted walnuts. Is that what that is? Mm. Like. Um, uh, not spiced, not spice nuts like you would get at Christmas time, but like baking. Uh, ooh, pecans. Hmm. Like like roasted pecans. A nice waxy flavor on the palate. Oily, but man, those berries do shine through. Man, this is really good. Yeah, it I know definitely you're has. I know it has it has nuts it has mm -hmm. I feel like the the sweetness the honey is still there maybe the honey is a little more on the the finish than on the palate um fruits berries it, you know it does have a a tad dryness on the palate yeah and that comes out on the finish too it's a little drying on the finish. And I don't know if that's the port doing its thing. Where it's kind of like or a... Or just uh, being cash strength. Yeah, well, that's the ethanol then. So it's the ethanol dry, drying out. Kind of doing that astringent thing that uh, that you get from a, a high-proof whiskey. Man, that toasted nut is really nice on the finish. I'm a, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna have a one more sip and I'm gonna put a little water in this. Yeah, I'm just, I, I'm I, curious. I think this might I think this might need some water. The more you drink this, and your palate kind of gets to these flavors. It's not as, it's not spicy, as what should be for what is it fifty? Dude, there's a lot of shit going on in here. I mean, I'm just this is, like, vanilla with chocolate, but, but then it's yes. dry. But then it's got juicy fruit. Yeah. But then it's red berry. But then I taste honey. 
and a little bit of like. Um, I'm hitting it with a couple squirts of water. I hope I don't fuck it up. I don't. I don't know if we've seen a complex whiskey like this one. Like this is pretty damn complex. This is all over the map. I know it gets all over the place. <sighs> the nose kind of mellows out on the water. Bringing this down, I'd probably say okay. in the 50, still in the fifties. The nose. You bring it, goes in a little straight, more it goes wood. straight to to, oat, to toasted oats to me. Y yeah, you, you. I was gonna say you bring out the malted cereal. Yeah. The toasted cereal notes on the nose. The berries. The less berries are berryless. Yeah. Yeah, they're there, but not as not as bang up in your face as it was from the start. It's a little more, um, a little more oaty and malted cereal notes on the palate. Yeah. Again, it's still that, it's still that breakfast flavor. I think, with the water, the original nose matches the palate now. Better for sure. Still drying, still very drying on the on the finish, but really good. Surprisingly, really good. It's um. It's really solid, but very confusing. <laughs> and I say that because, like, I want this to be more fruity on the taste. Like, I'm trying to think back to the, some of the pork cask finished whiskeys that we've drank. Uh, like the Isaac Bowman. And that's really rich and flavorful. Um, the... Uh, what, what, the um, Basil Hayden's... Uh, dark port, whatever dark, that was. Yeah, dark uh, rye. Dark rye. And you get a lot of that really rich port finished grapey um, dark berry plum notes. I'll tell you what. The one port finished scotch that comes to mind, the Quinta Reuben from uh, Glen Morangy. This is 10 billion times better. I do not like that one. This is really good. Although very similar on the nose. So Waxy walnuts. Complex. It's hard to talk about this one. It's, it, this what about the, one what, what do you, how do you feel on the finish? The finish to me was is quick, but... It's quick, but it lingers. Like, yeah, it's, I, it's, that's, I was literally going to say quick. It's quick, but it lingers. I don't know why. How, it, how like, does that happen? It, so it lifts off on your tongue, and you get the toasted walnuts, the um, the baked goods, that that toasted oats, um, and the fruit. The fruit kind of stays behind. That's what it is. The fruit stays behind. The the dark berries, the blackberry, the the you know kind of boysenberry kind of flavor, stays behind. This is just a total mind fuck of a. I know, like it, it's it's so it's such a weird whiskey, but so damn good. I mean, I'm see, I'm like smelling it again, and I'm like, man, there's the there's the fruits that still are coming back, and you know what? Blueberry. You know what really shines on after the water? The vanilla. The vanilla really comes out. 
the more you drink it, the more you nose it, mm -hmm. the vanilla really shines on this one. I gotta, I gotta, you know, part, pardon me to use the internet, but I gotta look up some of the tasting notes. Because this is just super complex. This just... I'm not gonna lie, I already finished mine. I'm almost done with mine. It and is, we have not even done it, our clothes. Good. <laughs> it's good. Oh, man. So... It's, it, it, this one's hard to figure out. It really is. Nutty fudge dried fig. Yeah, that that's the dark fruit that I'm I'm getting. You can get this for on the Lady of the Glen website. You can get this for a uh, hundred pounds. So there's, about hundred and twenty bucks. There's nine bottles left in existence. What? Well, time to play Flowers of the Forest then because this was amazing. And I, and I say it's amazing because it challenges you to find these things in this bottle, to find these things in the glass, to really open up to this thing. For this, this was a 20, very challenging whiskey. An extra 20 pounds, they sent it to you in a wooden gift set box with two Glen Cairns. Well, that's pretty cool. I paid, I paid 20 pounds for a couple of Glen Cairns. If I had my wallet on me right now, I'd be buying this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to email this to me. I'm about to email this to my work address tomorrow, so when I'm in my like, morning meeting, I can just buy, I can buy this. And I'm serious. All right, so, Brant, on this one, uh, before we run out of whiskey on this one, because there's only nine bottles left, um... What are your what are your kind of like final thoughts on this? Because I don't want to just wrap it up with a score because you can't. This is not a number. You can't really put a, a, a number on this one. So when we talked before about things that were great but lacked depth or complexity or, or whatever the case may have, may be, but. Um, this is this is actually a scotch that I would say. So we talked about two days ago on the fifth. We talked about the the Kyle, Kyle Layla being Kyle Layla being a, a, a eyes that you would show someone if they wanted to try. Hey, show me yeah. something that was uh, you know yes. Pete peated. This would be a good example of the taste of Pete. But if someone said, I want to taste a complex whiskey, I would be like, man, I would reach for this all day long. I would say, taste yeah. this, tell me what you think. Okay, now add water, tell me what you think. Now smell it, tell me what you think. Because it is all just, it is all over the map, and there's very distinct things about it. Um, this for me has been, hey, this has been standout. I don't know. It's got me mind blown, and I don't know where to go. I'm smelling the bottle right now, and so like wigging out what this, this is this is your Dalmore 14 moment yeah this is so again like like I say there are there are great whiskeys and there are good whiskeys and there are whiskeys that come in between but the most fun are those that kind of challenge you to to find the nuances in this whiskey and we've had great whiskeys that are that are a couple notes, and we've we've really enjoyed them. 
But this is one that has just been, it, it, it's been really hard to to find everything in this because every time you drink it, you get a, a little nuance that's different. So for me, Brant, um, and I don't normally enjoy too many port finished whiskeys, although I'm getting to like them a lot more. I'm going to go with a, I'm going to go with a 91 on this one Dude. because I really enjoy the complex nature of the whiskey. I really enjoy searching every time I take a drink and finding something new in here. So did you, did you write down 91? I wrote down 91. <laughs> so that's three days in that's three days in a row. But What's crazy is um, I gave McAllen a rare cask in 91. You gave McAllen a rare cask in 93. I don't know yep. what you've had higher rated than that. Uh, not much. I know not I much. know. I haven't rated a whiskey. I've rated some bourbons, but I have not rated a, a, I mean a scotch higher than this. This is the... This eight-year-old just no one's ever heard of in the middle of nowhere scotch. I think it's as good as McAllen Rare Gask. Yeah, I mean this gets this gets on the level of Dalmore Twelve, Lagavulin Sixteen, which to me are perfect Scotch whiskeys. I mean, I so, keep yeah. smelling, I keep smelling this this the the residue of this this bottle, and I'm just like, man, this is so so fucking good. If we haven't sold you on going to get, and look. Uh, I will say it right out front. We have not been gifted. We have not been um, paid to advertise uh, the, the Spirit Company and their or Drinks by the Dram and their, their whiskey advent calendar. But if you have not gone out and gotten this box, I don't know what you're waiting for. Yeah. It's so much fun enjoying these different drams and expanding your palate because honestly... I don't know where you'll find another port finished um, scotch like this. Maybe the Dalmore Portwood. Maybe, but I don't know because I've never had that. I know. I know. Or you I can think go Brian, buy Adam, Brian Adams had that once. Or you can go get a Cavalan, you know, Vino Baroque. Yep. For you know, and, what? For fucking four hundred dollars or something. Five hundred bucks a bottle. Something yeah. Outra- outrageous. But, so for I think I think this ended up costing us like two twenty. Uh, yeah, and I wish I wish we would have recorded the process of us picking this because Scott and I sat here for an hour and dug through Easily. this website this website and said, hey, what about this one? Hey, what about this one? What about this one? It's got this in it. It's got that in. It. Oh no, I don't want all Scotch. Oh no, I don't want all bourbon. Oh no, I don't want American. I don't want Japanese. I don't want Ireland. So we found this one that's just got the perfect blend of. Of everything, there's some bourbons in here. There's some Scotch. I think there may be some Irish stash in here somewhere, Scott. I um, think so. So there's a little I bit think of everything. I remember seeing something. Everything in here that's just kind of a, a hodgepodge. But the crazy thing is, is it's shit you can't find on the shelf every day. I mean, when you think about, it, we, we we just we just drank one of 7,100 drinks that could ever mm-hmm. ever 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 in the history of history of ever be poured of this. There's 7,100 literally one ounce pours ever of yep. this. Um, and um, Brent, I don't know about you, but normally we end the show with a toast, but I have I nothing to toast I have with. nothing to toast, you, toast with. So I'm so. going to hold up, I'm going to hold up my empty little drinks by the dram bottle because that's all I got left. I would just say, 
um, Scott tonight, maybe since it's lucky number seven, we go out differently and just say good night. Good night.